Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about bringing your creative dreams to life. My name's Adam. Hey, I'm Cole. And this week we're going to be talking about the difference between art and craftsmanship. Okay. Um, so there is a little bit of a difference and sometimes it kind of falls on a spectrum, but there are times in your creative career where you'll be called upon to be a quote unquote artist and there will be times where you're called upon to be a craftsman. And why is understanding the difference important? Well, the main reason that it's important is because when you're doing commissions or working for someone else doing a job for hire, it's important to have clarity on which one you are being expected to do. Ah, uh, so it helps us set our expectations correctly based on the expectations of the people who are hiring us. Right, because there is nothing worse than getting halfway through a project and the person that hired you to do it walks in and says, whoa, what's going on here? True. Uh, we need to do some changes. So how do you determine which is which? And this is the big question. One easy tell is who's hiring you. So if the person that's hiring you is an artist and they are in need of a craftsman to help execute their vision, then that's how you'll know. So for example... Okay, okay, okay. So you're saying a craftsperson, essentially, is someone who's like performing a function, more of a utilitarian position. Right. Whereas maybe if you're being called on to be an artist, it's to give creative feedback and input. Yes. Okay. So for example... Um, you're familiar with Shepard Fairey. He did like the Barack Obama hope um, image. Yes, and I'm familiar. And a bunch of famous uh, graffiti. Obey. Obey, yeah. That's a big one. So he actually has a mural in Orlando. But I was surprised to find out that he did not fly down here and paint it on the wall himself. Um, there was a local artist that I follow that actually was the one hired to go put that up on the wall. Cool. So, you know, he's a talented painter on his own. He knows what he's doing. He can paint. But for that project, he was a craftsman. Got it. So he was hired to go slap that mural. So I guess it wall. could have caused some problems had he thought he was hired to like do something. And then he put something on the wall that wasn't what he was sent by Shepard Ferry. Exactly. Got it. Okay. So if you're getting hired by an artist, then odds are you're probably being asked to be a craftsman. On the other hand, another mural artist that I follow on Instagram a lot of times she just gets hired by people who have property to paint whatever she thinks will look good on that wall. Okay. So she's been open about her process like, oh, I'm painting a garden mural. Let me put leaves up and big, you know, flowers and things that blend in with the nature. Things like that. So that person, they're being hired to be an artist, quote unquote. And sometimes it's a combination of the two. Oh, like definitely. I, my, a friend of mine um, wanted to write a song for his wedding to like sing he's not a musician not a singer but wanted to write a song uh to sing to his wife in his wedding and so he helped he asked me to come help him do that it was kind of a combination of the both of both of those to like here's some musical ideas here's musical technique but also here is how we put lyrics together so it's kind of in that in that case both right and as a producer doing records for people i've been hired by people who want me to be involved in the art side of it hmm. so help us with songwriting help us shape the vision of this record and there's been other times where i'm basically a glorified uh keyboard pusher just push record push stop you know say good job move on to the next take and you know that feels more like being a craftsman 
I would say, like yeah. understanding the technology, knowing how to work the equipment and knowing what, how to get a good sound, but you know, not so much worrying about the art side of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, when you're trying to figure out if you're supposed to be an artist or a craftsman on a project, it takes some reading between the lines. Yeah. Because a lot of times when people hire you to do something artistic, they want to feel like they're a cool, fun, flexible client, you know? So they'll say, oh, we want, you know, whatever looks cool and whatever is good. And sometimes you have to dig a little bit and say, you know, is that what they want? Am I setting the expectations right? So that halfway through the project, they aren't like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? This is way too out there. Yeah. So, you know, there's been times where I've had to kind of read between the lines and say, oh, they just need a craftsman. And, and we do a lot of um, client work at Memoir Agency. And one of the things I always kind of start out talking about all of our clients with is especially like where we're doing like a branded art activation hey, if this is an opportunity for your staff to exhibit or exercise some of their creative skills, totally happy to have them involved in the creative process. Or we can just, you know, I, I'll ask you a series of questions. You can tell me about your brand. You can tell me about your values. And we can go away and on our side, come up with all of the creative content. And so I've just tried to make it a part of the kind of business winning process to try to understand what it is that would be of most benefit or value to the client. Oh, for sure. And so, yeah, when you're planning a project, what does it mean for you to be the artist versus the craftsman? What does that mean for your role in the project? So in artist mode, typically you can move more fast and loose in the beginning. Concepting and creating the vision and the vibe of the project will be big steps, but you'll probably want to stay within some boundaries. But when you're in craftsman mode, you're more worried about technical aspects of the project. So for example, in music mixing and mastering, there are industry standards that you'll need to meet when it comes to things like volume, bass level, having clarity in the vocals. Um, But when you're a songwriter, there's not like an industry standard key. So, you know, mixing can be an art, but you still are trying to kind of kind of do the craft of like making a competitive sounding mix making a song sound expensive like there are kind of benchmarks that you want to hit whereas with songwriting it's not like you would be like oh i need to have the fastest tempo you know it's like more of a craft for the mixing side of it okay and that's not to say that songwriting can't have an element of craftsmanship because if you're trying to write like a radio pop song Or like a festival banger. Like there's going to be kind of a template that you might want to follow so that it fits that atmosphere of what you're trying to create. So realistically, yes, a lot of projects, there are going to be aspects of both. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, it is a spectrum. And so you need to figure out, all right, for this project, am I being called upon to be an artist or am I called on to be a craftsman? And I think it's also really helpful to understand like where your strengths lie. And as you're talking to different clients, understanding whether or not the project is, is right for you based on one, your strengths and two, your desires. And I think it can get really frustrating or disheartening to be engaged in a process only to find out like you were really excited about the creative vision, but really they were just hiring you because they needed paint on a wall and they had all of the ideas. Mm -hmm. And so I think making this distinction is really helpful in incorporating into the process when we're doing commission work 
can really help alleviate a lot of our own internal frustrations and certainly alleviate a lot of the potential conflict that could arise in a commissioned piece. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that because there was a time, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I had to do a gig where it was going to be all Disney covers. And I took the gig, even though it's not, you know, my like you were going to play live or you're going to yeah, record. What are you gonna, okay. And I reached out to a drummer that I hadn't met yet, but it was a friend of a friend. And I said, Hey, I'm doing this gig. Are you interested? They said, yeah, what are the details? And I said, Oh, it's all Disney covers. And I think that is where the drummer kind of went into like, this is craftsman mode. And he just turned it down. He said, you know what? I don't want to do that. Yeah. And honestly, I respected him for it. Sure. Because he said, yeah, that's not the creative lane that I want to be in. So didn't take the job. At the same time, there are moments like those where really it comes down to like, I'll speak personally now. There have been, there have been opportunities I've been presented with and that I've turned down because I thought I was too good for them. Which is also like a legitimate reason not to do something like you don't want to show up and be miserable regardless of the reason. But I do think that some of those moments could be an opportunity to check our motives. I say that also simultaneously recognize recognizing like I have no room to tell anyone to do or not do anything or why they should or should not do anything. So bottom line, if you don't want to do something, like don't do it because it'll probably be better for you to not do it. It'll certainly be better for the people that are asking you to do it for you to not do it. Um, but also, I think this is an opportunity for us to kind of ask a, ask and answer a bigger question of like, what are the things that I want through my creativity? What are the things that I want to do? What are the things I don't want to do? And really kind of what are the motivations behind those decisions. Um, and what I've found is over the course of my creative career, I've been willing to do more things, but I've also kind of cut out some other things. And it's kind of this ongoing evolving process of what I want to say yes to and what I, I don't want to say yes to. I mean, we work with mural artists all the time and uh, that's something that we've learned to ask them is, are you in a position in your creative career where you want to do commissioned work or are you just looking for people who are willing to hire you and let you paint whatever you want to paint? Because most of the people who come to us are saying, Hey, we are putting this mural in a specific place. There are some objectives and some guiding principles behind what we want. So we're constantly looking for artists who can bring their style and stay true to who they are stylistically, but also kind of, we serve as a, a, a translator of sorts between the client and the artist and help navigate that conversation. Well, yeah. And I think when you talk about like painting a wall, someone who's strictly a craftsman, if you said paint, paint this wall, please, they would say, which color would you like the wall to be? And then there's going to be people that are farther on the artist side, which are going to say, great. And they're going to show up with 15 different colors and they're going to paint a huge mural on it that, you know, the craftsman would have just painted it a blue wall. So, you know, figuring out where on that spectrum a project is, is really important. And, you know, pointing your career in that certain direction is also important. So, cool. Cool. Thanks for hanging out with us. As always, it is an honor. Connect with us on Instagram at Entrepreneur Podcast, and we'll see you next week. We will see you next week. Oh, it's Immerse Week, too. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, October 13th, Immerse is this Friday and Saturday in downtown Orlando, so make sure you're there. Bye.